you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. And you guys have heard me say that if I ever run ads on the show, it will only be with a company that I fully support because I believe their intention is to make a positive difference in the world. Well, I'm pleased to announce that day has arrived and that this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, on today's interview episode, I'm very happy to have the lovely Ima Rose here with me on the show. Ima is a healer, artist, muse, and mystic whose intention is to aid in the awakening of the imaginal beings of planet Earth. Hello, Ima. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah, it's such a pleasure to have you. And we we actually met uh, at uh, Lucidity Festival this year. I actually was fortunate enough to attend your workshop and I absolutely loved the whole experience and uh, came up to you afterwards and was like, gotta have you on the show. And you have uh, been gracious enough to accept that uh, invitation. So here we are a few months later. So um, welcome, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big offering that I'm being on that stage and I was just super happy to have you beautiful there's this beautiful collective of men that showed up for that when it was the first time that it had been a prominent male group so it was a really powerful powerful um transmission that time I'm so glad that you were there and that you showed up and yeah then yeah, it was great. In the food line, Lydia's. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I met I met you before waiting. Yeah, we were we were both getting food, and then we got talking, and then you told me about your workshop, and I'm like, oh, that sounds amazing. I definitely will be there, and uh, so. Excellent. And you're actually going to share quite a bit of what you shared that day here uh, for this episode. But before we dig into all that, I'd like to start with a question that I always ask uh, everyone on the show uh, to open it up. You're in an elevator. Uh, The woman next to you looks over, says, what's your passion? You have 10 floors to answer. What do you say? 
My passion is to inspire the collective evolution to wake up all of the individual souls and get them connected to their divine self. Because when we're connected to our divine selves, then none of the control mechanisms that are currently in place in this world to keep people dormant, to keep people sleeping, to keep people subservient to corporations and whatnot, none of that mm-hmm. matters. When you're in full divine alignment with yourself on all of your multi multiple dimensions, that's all that matters. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, that certainly sounds like a uh, valiant and noble uh, aim and certainly a good reason to uh, incarnate in 3D. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for for the little uh, vacation, the the school school room Earth, planet Earth vacation. We appreciate you coming down. (laughs) Um, So why don't you tell us, uh, I'm a little bit about uh, your story and how you ended up doing the work that you do? Wow. So it's a pretty, pretty long process. My whole life, I've just been really drawn to uh, the occult, the mystical, the otherworldly. I'm a Scorpio. I have lots of Scorpio in my line. And um, so I guess just like those, those portals have always been open to me. Since I was eight years old, I started between 12 and 16, I compiled a three-inch, three-ring binder, a compendium of occult knowledge. and Wow. Uh, between 12 and 16? <laughs> Everyone else was playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was fortunate enough to be raised on a farm and uh, on like 140 acres of forest with horses. And so I had more friends that were animals and nature and fairies than I did people. I had like one best friend at a time, pretty much my whole life growing up. So I had a lot of time to be connected to the natural world and to the, to the wilderness and to the wild. So I feel like that was a huge part of my, my growth and what allowed me to stay so open. Wow. Yeah. And very, so, um, very cool. Yeah, so I went through, a, I did go through a bit of a shadow walk, though. I had my first child when I was 17 or 18, got pregnant, and he had got cerebral palsy from a medical malpractice. So it caused a lot of trauma oh. in my life. I, wow. In high school, I went to boarding school, uh, Catholic boarding school at that. So it was also really challenging to maintain my my form of spirituality in that. Like I self-initiated at St. 16 under the Sewin moon. It was full moon on Sewin, Halloween, if you don't know what Sewin is. And mm-hmm. uh, in the back of my dorms where I could have been expelled or you know, so at least severely punished for working magic, but I just cloaked wow. up what, and put an invisibility glamour up so no one could see me and uh, called in my name at the time. It was a Pona Silver Rain was who I chose to communicate to spirit by and the rain came down, but I heard it and I smelled it. I didn't feel it. It wasn't until I walked out of my circle that I realized that it was actually raining. Wow. Yeah, at the end of that. So I could tell that my, my cloaking magic had been successful. <laughs> wow. Wow. You were definitely, you, you, this sounds like a little bit like Hogwarts, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I'd go sneak off into one of the unlocked, unused rooms to go study my magic while everybody else was doing whatever else they were doing. 
You know, wow. it's really a source of source of strength for me because like all around me seemed to be chaos and persecution and bullying and, you know, all sorts of crazy negative and challenging experiences. But that was my one source of groundedness and one source of focus that allowed me to really just stay true to who I was. Yeah. How did yeah. you find, how did you get, uh, you know, op- open up to, to such um, sort of intense and powerful information at such a young age? I mean, if you were, you know, obviously in Catholic school, I'm assuming your parents didn't put you in Catholic school because they were, um, you know, uh, doing any sorts of ritualistic practice <laughs> outside oh, of outside not. of organized religion. Right. Yeah, and so ha- that for sure. <laughs> Yeah. How did you sort of end up on this path with with no one sort of pointing the way for you? Just a deeper calling. You know, I always was connected. I never really wanted to go to church. I started throwing tantrums around the age of eight that I didn't want to go. But I'd stay home and I'd pray and I'd do my rosary and I'd pray to Mary, the Divine Mm -hmm. Mother. And so she was she was kind of what what started it. She was my source of inspiration first was just connecting to the Holy Mother and in all of her forms too, you know, like she was my first because that's what I was given. But since then, you know, I'm, I'm really do act as a channel and conduit for the divine mother in, in all of her forms since then. And so, yeah, just working a lot with my own guides, working with nature, Mm. just, uh, having to move through my own stages of doubt. And then when I, after my son was born, I ended up having to give him over to my parents because I just wasn't equipped. And so I moved right. to the city and, at the, and I was going to go to, you know, go to hair school or whatever. And this is when I started what I call my shadow walk, when I started to really go deep into my healing from all of the trauma that I had received prior to that. And that's when mm-hmm. I found um, festival culture, party culture, psychedelics. Mm. And um, so so it started from prayer and and sports and nature and moved into psychedelics and dance and you know radical self-expression um right that also led me deep into many layers of addiction uh mm. which i later got to got to release and heal myself from um but yeah a lot of acid mushrooms <laughs> 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 Yeah, it seems to be the tool that oftentimes uh, mushrooms or LSD seem to be um, a, a big tool in a lot of people's lives to sort of uh, for that initial, you know, if I had a, a nickel for every time someone told me, yeah, you know, my life was this way. I did mushrooms for the first time and everything changed. You know, yeah. it seems to be such a, uh, you know staple and that you know and everyone's different right it's certainly not uh the path for everyone but uh for a lot of people it seems to be you know plant medicines and uh you know psychedelics seem to be um the way that that sort of leads them and opens the door yeah for me it really allowed me to open myself up to see what was lying underneath my trauma and what needed healing in those places. And, you know, I used to, I used to sell that kind of like fell in my lap when I was 19. I was 
used to run for somebody at the club and then he left and that left mm. me all his clients. And I, you know, I was seeing a lot of shady stuff going around and I didn't like that because sure. I was worried sure. about my friends. Then I knew that I had clean sources. So I would start doing that. And in that, I would start working with the medicine too. Like recognize that started, I guess, waking up that like inner, inner shaman, inner like medicine woman again because yeah. I, you know i'd get like a pound of mushrooms and then i'd eat one maybe maybe two and then i'd sit there with them all spread out on a clean blanket and they would start talking to me communicating oh, to wow. me showing me pictures and so i would put them together in what i called trips so it wasn't mm-hmm. i didn't do it by weight i did weigh them and write it on the bag but i'd see like oh this one is like all of the ocean creatures I see oh, wow. all the ocean creatures in these three mushrooms, you know, and they're wow. showing me that. So that, okay. So I'll write that down. You know, that's the sea creature one. And then, you know, I'd see, I'm like, Oh, okay. Well there's, I see wolves and bears and forests in this group. Okay. So that's the forest one, you know, I'd see oh, all birds in this one. Okay. So that's for someone who really wants to fly, you know, that sort of thing. Wow. And, <laughs> wow, what a trip. I never heard of any, I mean, that's an original, uh, original dealer right there. You come to them for something and they're like, well, well what kind of experience do you want? And you <laughs> yeah, totally. And like most, wow. mostly everybody had a really profound experience from that. And, you know, I think that's how we need to be working with our plant medicines, right? Or any of our mm. medicines for that matter, cannabis or LSD or whatever else you're choosing to use. They're all keys, Something somebody told me at the very beginning, at the very beginning when I started to experiment with such things, because I didn't touch it, any of that stuff till I was 18 or till I was 19. Um, Mm -hmm. And they told me that each one of these substances, each one of these medicines are keys and those keys unlock pathways to your mind. And once you've opened that pathway and you've walked that pathway enough, you don't need the key anymore. Yeah. And so that's something that I've been you know, now I feel like if I try and use substances like that, I can use, mm-hmm. I can do micro doses. But if I do any more than that, I just, my body is like, what are you even doing? Yeah. You don't need that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're open. Those pathways are open. Now you're just like trying to break the door. It's just weird. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that seems to be a theme with a lot of people that I talk to, including myself. Um, you know, uh, and I've talked about this recently. It's like, it, it's this great tool. And oftentimes, People have these profound experiences. I can take uh, the, you know, um, the substance, the the psychedelic uh, ketamine, for example. When I first experienced that, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is the coolest, my favorite. I absolutely love this uh, substance and, you know, how it opens me up and multidimensionally and all these things. And then I kept, you know, it's one of those who it's also like the closest one to being sort of I mean, it's I, w- I guess for some people it can be. I don't have an addictive personality at all in any way shape or form but you know with lsd or mushrooms or something like that it's not like you're going to be taking them ever all day every day necessarily mm-hmm. i mean if you are you're pretty hardcore whereas you know with with uh, ketamine you definitely it's kind of like almost like the psychedelic cocaine in a sense right and so, so and it's uh you know for me it's like oh that became my sort of go-to at festivals and things like that and you know i noticed very much diminishing returns and got the message that like okay like you know i'd give someone else the experience i can even think of a good friend a few months ago and it was like changed changed his world he's like you know i even talked to him recently he's like "I'm, i'm completely changed transformed from that how it opened me up what it showed me that is um 
you know, I'm, I'm so much better, you know, I'm changed in such a positive way. And I looked at his experience and I even watched him have his experience and it was so profound for him. And it's like, I don't, I get very little, if anything, out of it because I actually partook that time with him. And I was like, okay, this is like, you know, I, I definitely get the idea of what Terrence McKenna said. Once you get the message, hang up the phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of people, you know, myself included, I, I definitely am uh, the, the the little boy in me loves to have his hand in the cookie jar, so to speak. And, and you know, like, ooh, let's play with these things, you know, but I definitely don't get the same level of experience when I do. Not even close to when I first used the medicine, you know, in a way that was, uh, you know, so open and so opening and healing and, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that that was one of the ones that did get me real good because it's also an instant antidepressant. Yes. Oh, uh, exactly. They're realizing so, it's like a super drug, you know, like now they're using it. Doctors are using it as anesthetic. They're saying if someone is suicidal, the you know, one of the best things you can do is give them ketamine because of yeah. what it does to the brain chemistry. And it, yeah, it's it's like sort of yeah. this like now even in regular, uh, you know, medicine, you know, it's being looked at as this inc- this incredible substance. Yeah. Um, so I used so, that one for about three years pretty yeah. solidly. And yeah. Um, and it t- definitely opened me up to a lot of really beautiful things. It also took me down really hard because I yeah. didn't know how I didn't have the tools yet to hang the phone up and like right. replace, you know, what it was doing for me. I didn't have other tools for it yet. But that's what led yeah. me to those other tools. You know, it was right around that time when I was giving those addictions up that I found that I reconnected. So I'm um, I'm First Nations. I'm from uh, Skechistan, which is in the Shakotma Nation. Uh, just oh, really? Up here in, up, yeah, up here in British Columbia. And so uh, right as I was detoxing off of all of the drugs, because then I also like got into uh got into speed because i was going to school for design electronic oh wow that's (laughs) a whole nother level right that's a whole different thing and it was like we left the psychedelic realm and went straight (laughs) into full destructive (laughs) yeah well it was good for a while like it was a good tool for me like they were putting me on because i have really i had at the time i've balanced it now in my body but at the time i had that really add thing where i like if i wasn't fully immersed in what i was doing i'd just pass out i'd fall asleep that's like a very feminine way to like Mm. have adhd like your brain will Mm. just shut down Mm. like you're Mm -hmm. you're not using your computer it goes into sleep mode my brain did that right 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 and so they gave me Adderall, which would be fine. And then I would fall asleep uh, mm. at the end of the day and pass out for four hours and then have to stay up until four in the morning to get my homework done, which wasn't very wow. efficient. So I would just right. do a little bit in the morning and then it would get me all the way through the end of my day and then I would sleep. So wow. worked for me for a while until one day I made the mistake of going on the weekend. Anyways, well, after... <laughs> after that you know it's like I you're gonna ask me about my synchronicity story after and it kind of led me to there but I also got brought to back to my culture I got brought Mm -hmm. out to the international indigenous leadership gathering and had my first sweat one of the 13 grandmothers grandmother Mona poured a women's sweat and uh it was like oh wow that's an interesting 
interesting little synchronicity. I just saw someone post and it was it was random and it kind of jumped out at me. I was I was scroll sorry to interrupt, but I was scrolling through oh. um through uh Facebook right before we got on, just kind of wasting waiting for us to connect, you know, and someone put uh, posted, "Oh my gosh, Mona is on Netflix." And I'm like, "What is that?" You know, I don't know why it even jumped out at me. And so yeah. now, you know, just hearing it like a few minutes later, I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah, what is that? <laughs> Who is Mo- grandmother Mona, huh?" Uh, grandmother Mona is amazing. She's one of the 13 grandmothers, 13 indigenous grandmothers. Um, and actually I just got back literally yesterday from the, the last international indigenous leadership gathering, the last one they're going to have year nine, uh, cycle. And so I first went in year two mm-hmm. and, um, Maybe it was year three. Anyways, my timelines are a little bit wonky. But anyways, it was really beautiful just to like see her again. And uh, 13 Indigenous grandmothers, for anybody that doesn't know them, uh, are a collective of 13 grandmothers that came together in the late 90s um, or the mid-90s and had a meeting in New York and they formed a collective, an alliance. And so they travel around the world giving teachings, teachings on how to maintain culture, teachings on how to honor the earth. Um, You know, uh, grandmother Agnes, who I just experience had a really deep connection she's a she's a water bear and she collects water from all over the world people send her water um from all over the world and they do water blessing ceremonies you know she's revived uh, a 150 year sleeping salmon ceremony that brought the salmon back to the rivers of her land which is down wow. in oregon you know they're really powerful medicine women, and and they have powerful messages to say. So if anybody hasn't, I definitely suggest looking them up. Uh, just Google it: Thirteen Indigenous Grandmothers Council. Mm, cool. And yeah, really powerful. But yeah, so bringing me back to my traditional ceremonies. And I think that that's important for everybody who's on a healing process or a process of self-exploration is to discover what your ancestral practices are. Yes, it's mm. nice to, when you're when you're living on Turtle Island to want to be moved towards the indigenous practices of the land, and it's also important to be be mindful of you know where like where's where's your lineage from, where's your heritage, your DNA, from? right, right, where's right. DNA What's from? in your yeah, DNA? Yeah, exactly. And what ceremonies did they hold? What what practices did they hold? Great and point. how can you incorporate that into your life too? And I think mm. that's super important. Um, and that was what was really important for me. And so that that really brought me back and that brought parts of my spirit back that I didn't even know were missing because I was I was wow. raised outside the culture. I was adopted out. I was raised by a white family. And mm-hmm. um, and so it's just been in the last couple of years that I've reconnected with my my elders. And I I mean, I've been doing the ceremonies for the last seven years in Stotlam territory, different nation. Um, but, you know, just in the last little bit, I've been coming back to my own nation, reconnecting with my own family, my blood family, um, mm-hmm. and, and starting to discover what ceremonies are, are there in my own, in my own nation. So, but yeah, the sweats, the smoking peace pipe, the chinupas and, uh, just all of the ceremony and just like in general, starting to go to Sundance next year. And, you know, all of those things, it's really powerful. Our indigenous ways are really powerful. And there's a lot of spirit still left and a lot of medicine, yeah. you know, survived the genocide. Survived yeah. That, residential that, schools, everything. That, that's uh, such an interesting I, concept that I really hadn't thought of before. But, you know, you hear a lot about epigenetics and passing on 
things, you know, uh, you know, ancestrally. It's a lot of talk about that. But also, of course, we have this sort of spiritual awakening that's happening on the planet. And people are looking for different modalities and different ways to connect and uh, access. You know, you mentioned contacting your guides or, you know, people are kind of longing for multidimensional experience and things like that. And uh, I think it's a really interesting as people are looking for what it is, what's my path, what an interesting idea to say, okay, well, what is my lineage? What is my ancestry? And what did they do? And how mm-hmm. can I sort of go, you know, how can I, uh, because another thing that I hear a lot of uh, that I, I believe is how important it is for um, ritual in general, you know, ritual and ceremony kind of uh, by giving a lot of uh, focused energy to uh, things you you create, um, you well where attention goes, energy flows, right? So the more yeah. you're doing, you're in, you're uh, you know getting involved with anything that's sort of ritualistic and ceremonial in a sense, um, then you you know you're giving it power. So uh, mm-hmm. what a great thing to! Uh, I, I just love the concept. Like, oh, okay, well maybe the the path for me that because it's all the you know different paths to the same sort of destination, right? Um, as we reconnect with our higher self and source and whatnot and so mm-hmm. what a unique idea to you sort of like oh well what, what did my what did my you know forefathers and mothers do that was uh their way of connecting yeah I and i mean that. it can be a bit daunting too especially for people from a european descent because europe got hit with colonialism like first you know, right. and so a lot of those indigenous ways and, and a lot of the cultural ways and a lot of the traditional practices are seemingly long lost. Yeah, because right. because because Romans, because, you know, all the different like levels of colonialism that came in and and started sure. to take take that out. However, it's like you said, it's epigenetic. It's still in there. So there's definitely mm-hmm. ways that you can go inside your own DNA and you can discover those ceremonies and bring them back. You know, mm. there's big movements with like, um, you know, like the Jotun culture, which is like even predating this year, which is uh, Nordic Nordic culture, the mm-hmm. Jotun, the giants and all of those elemental beings uh, like the, you know, Odin and that pantheon, it's, it said they came from the East. They were, they were colonialists too. They came and transplanted mm-hmm. themselves there and took out the indigenous tribes, which were the giants. Right. And so, but there, that's coming back. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's small collectives that are like going deep into themselves to refine th- these ceremonies. And so it's, it's there and it's possible. And I yeah. just want to have that as an invitation you know, yeah. to, to not be afraid to really go deep into yourself and to discover what's there from your lineage and from your ancestry that you can bring back and you can revive within yourself and for yeah. your for your own communities. I love that. And actually, that's something that you're going to do here uh, at the end of this uh, or the second half of this uh, episode is actually help uh, guide the listeners. We have sort of a unique uh, a unique episode here where you're going to actually do a guided meditation helping to access the subconscious uh, mm-hmm. and sort of some of what you did uh, that I was, uh, you know, privileged to be a part of at Lucidity. So um, we'll we'll get to that here shortly, uh, everyone. But before, you know, we kind of get there, a couple things I'd like I'd like to cover. Well, now seems like a good moment to take a quick minute to tell those of you who aren't familiar a bit about our sponsor, Gaia. I've been a big fan of Gaia for many years now, which is why they are the only content provider I've ever reached out to in regards to potentially supporting the Positive Head podcast. 
So needless to say, I'm very excited they're now supporting this show. Gaia truly is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web. They have an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. Not only do they have a plethora of amazing content, they also report on new mysterious discoveries as they're happening. For example, since the end of June, they've released a three-part special ongoing report on mummified remains that have just been uncovered in Nazca, Peru, near the famous Nazca Lines. In the report, they show the mummy, which is very bizarre looking, which has an elongated skull, only three very large fingers and toes. And in the report, it follows the journey of several independent scientists and universities that are studying the mummy to determine if this could potentially be the first definitive evidence of a non-human humanoid species existing here on Earth. There are more updates forthcoming in this report, so this is just one example of content you can find on Gaia, which I will personally be following very closely. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration, and if you're looking to go deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. Since we're going to be doing a guided meditation or you're going to be doing a guided meditation uh, towards the end, uh, I always ask a story of synchronicity or serendipity or a positive paranormal kind of story. And so I figured, you know what, why don't we ask that up front? Because uh, I'm not going to let you get away without sharing a really good story. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, yeah, and this story uh, really ties in. Like I said, we kind of got halfway there to my shadow walk and how I transitioned out of that. And so that's when this story kind of picks up and it leads us into the imaginal awakening process, which is that ceremony that you were just referring to. And so this is the story of my, my kind of like transition from my caterpillar consciousness into my butterfly consciousness. You know, I've Mm. always had butterfly as a guide. Butterfly medicine is one that whispers to you. It's like, it's what the medicine of what's inside you, right? It's that deeper transformation coming from within and, um, and that, that greater metamorphosis as it were. And so Mm. I remember one of my favorite festivals is called Diversity Festival. And the first time I went was in 2006. And this was like, you know, the beginning of my transformation. That was, I was still dealing at the time. It was my first festival, actually, that I'd ever been to. And um, Yeah, that's you know, going back a ways. It's going back a ways, yeah. And so it's, it's interesting because it goes in like three-year components. So 2006, uh, I was there, I was still dealing, and I Remember, I had taken a bunch of acid and I was still, that was at the time when I'd take acid and I'd keep doing it, even though I'd get like really nasty messages. Like I'd see words like, you know, bitch and, you know, all Mm. of these like bad negative things. But I'd always just persevere through them. Like I felt like, you know, it was just a cleansing of sorts. And so Mm -hmm. I was doing that. And so I was, I remember I was all lost in the dark and having these like scary things being flashed at me. I had all of that. My back was so sore. I was carrying a lot on my back metaphor there. And uh, and so I remember my friends were up at the upper campground and I, the only way up was up this really steep trail and it was all muddy. And I remember I was crawling. I was literally like little worm 
just like inchworming <laughs> up. And so many times I just wanted to roll over in the ditch right beside it and just die or pass out or something. Mm. Uh, but I didn't. And I kept going, kept going. And I ended up having a really amazing time connecting with my friends. And there was a backlit trees there that I actually started to see how my mind was creating the visuals I saw through the light of the trees, like those acid visuals. And I'm like, you know, if I had a picture of that, I could probably draw my visuals on there. And how cool would that be? And Mm so flash forward to that was, so that was my caterpillar year. That was when I was definitely still very much in my caterpillar consciousness. And so the next flash forward next to the three years, 2009, this was a big year for me because that was the next opportunity I had to go to diversity, but I wasn't because I was going to school and I uh, was trans and I was transcending out of my, out of my addictions. And uh, my friend wanted me to come with her and I was like, no, nah, I can't, I can't. But I was trying to try and give her my new fancy camera. Cause I had all of the technology to make that image happen. And, wow. um, and so I was like trying to get, I drew her a map. I gave her my camera. I was like, you got to get this picture for me. You're going there. You've got to get this picture for me. And she's like, no. I'm like, what do you mean? No. And she's like, no, you're coming with me. I'm like, oh, whatever. I have $40 to my name. I need to find a job. I got like five projects to do. I can't go. She's like, well, I'm not taking your picture. So you better come. I'm going to get you <laughs> on sanctuary. So she, uh, a brother of ours was super into her. He was running the sanctuary. And so she said, told him that we were a package deal and she wouldn't come if I couldn't come. And so she got me on sanctuary, which was amazing. And it actually led to the next like bunch of years of me running sanctuaries, setting up sanctuaries and helping other people in psychedelic crisis. And um, so that was a huge part for me too. But when I was there, there was, you know, I could, the, the, the actual story of what transpired there was, is a long one and that could probably take like an entire show, but I was keep it condensed. <laughs> and, and, and what happened to me there was that I went out into the ocean and cause it's got an amazing ocean. And I, I called on the spirit of our, my sister of the ocean and I said, and I just brought really real with myself and I listed off all of the things that were no longer serving me, all of the things that I like currently hated about myself and my personality and my reactions and everything. And I, you know, and it was really hard to go really deep, but I did it and I uh, got really honest with myself. And then the wind was really, really strong. And so after I named off all of the things I wanted to clear, the ocean came up and it waves upon waves at each chakra point they came on and I kept, and they, I could feel them dripping away all of the things that I had called on, taking them from me waves and waves and waves and waves until it finally they reached up to my shoulders and at each transition point I'd be like I need more you know like bring it on like I need more of this cleansing and then finally it just knocked me to my knees and I at that point I just I was so grateful and I you know I said thank you and I bowed down under the water and allowed it to wave wash over my back and when I came out of that I was a new person and when I walked to the shore there was a one of our aunties auntie Paloma she's amazing elder for our community and she hugged me and I felt her womb and it reached out to mine and that was the first time that I had acknowledged my womb since the trauma of my son's birth 
And so mm. there was that. And then right after that, I had a brother who was playful. He was a clown and we were like having a really good time. And he jumped down and looked me right in my face. And he said, just, just imagine, just think what, what if, you know, what if you fell in love for real this time? I mean, for real, wouldn't that be mm-hmm. amazing? And hmm. then took a picture of my face. And at that moment, boom, my heart opened. Wow. And then, you know, we went and uh, a brother of ours uh, in the community had swam into the ocean with the intention not to come back on that gathering. So it was a really heavy one in many ways. And we had a big circle for him. His name was Howler. And in that circle, his hat was going around. Well, people said prayers to him and they said, we're going to put this song on. And when the song ends, whoever has the hat... They get to wear it for a while and dance with them. And I didn't know him well. I'd met him a few times, but I definitely really felt the stories that we were saying. He was a bridge builder, literally at times building a bridge between two festivals so people could commingle. And mm-hmm. um, and when the music ended, it ended on his hat was with me. And so I put it on and I really felt like the wind picked up and howled for a long time. And I felt his spirit just moving through. And I feel like in that time, that part of him, that world bridge or that bridge builder settled into me and I took on and I took on some of that. And it was, that was really profound for me. And then there's this big tree stump, huge old growth tree stump with roots and you can crawl under it. It's on the beach and that's one of my favorite places in the world. And so I went down there and I was meditating and I saw this timeline I was on and I saw everything that was going to come and I didn't like it. And then I saw this other timeline, this effervescent timeline and I sparkly, but mystery, you know, like it didn't show me anything, just an energy Mm. of what it could be. And so Mm. I basically, I call that my red pill, blue pill moment. Where <laughs> I had that choice, you know, I, I got to consciously choose where I wanted to align myself. And so, of course, I mean, pick the sparkles every time. And uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> easy choice, easy choice. Right. And so and so that year I went out and I wrapped myself up or I. I went back and uh, that night I slept in a hammock and in the morning I just started crying and I literally wrapped myself in that hammock. So it was like a cocoon and I cried for like four hours, four hours. I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried and cried and cried, releasing everything that was holding me back from those sparkles at sparkly timeline. Everything that I wanted to release got released with those tears. And, um, and after that, I, I went backpacking with a sister and my enjoy button. And we backpacked our backpack for the first time. I busked. I worked for, for money uh, just on the way back. We took two weeks to come back from the Sunshine Coast. And after that, I gave away everything I owned. Uh, that year, I spent wow. $75,000 just basically on stuff and partying and wow. friends and collector's toys and art supplies and computers and whatever. And... Um, from a settlement. And, and I, so I gave it all away. Everything I owned, I found somebody wow. of one of my friends that I knew would love it. And I gifted it to them and it, it's down to everything, but a backpack. And, um, and, and then I just, I went traveling and I just traveled BC and I found medicine and I got brought to the right places. That's when I started going to the indigenous leadership gathering. That's when I found my culture again. Uh, and then fast forward another three years to 2012 
I got invited down to the Tribal Convergence Network down in San Diego at Emerald Village. Uh, I had always had wings I'd tr- I, on my back, tattooed wings, uh, butterfly wings, fairy wings. Um, and they had no color, though. Like, I, I designed them when I was 16, got them when I left home when I, and left my son at 19. And in 2012, Brother Josiah, he, like, invited me back to his place to see his the little earthship that he built adobe home he built in joshua tree and said yeah i've got an appointment with my friend a tattoo artist maybe i can get you some work and i'm like i mean yeah but everybody says they have a tattoo artist friend and you never know the quality but oh my god (laughs) jay jones and Yucca Valley, she's amazing. Uh, she's an award-winning color artist. And she took one look at my wings and goes, I get to, co- I can color those? Because I thought, oh, maybe I'll just get one more color. <laughs> I, had, I had a bit of green. Maybe I'll get one more color. She just, like, her eyes lit up. And she's like, I get to color those? I'm like, so long <laughs> as you make them as long as you make them rainbow yeah and so she did and so I got my wings that year went to diversity again that year I remember I first time I got to balance totally on a slack line on my back with my legs up and like fallen open and then I opened my arms and I just it was the most beautiful year that year and I remember seeing everything and like when a, a brother that Tom Allah was playing and he had gotten hit by a car and had his pelvis was crushed and he was DJing because the community had rallied to take care of him because he that's what mm-hmm. he did. His music was his profession. So the community took care of him and it all felt so good. And I, I remember laying with my arms open and my legs open, balancing on this slack line. And I just got this download that, hey, we made it. You know, mm. it had always been iffy whether or not which which way we were going to go. You know, we always had that choice whether we're going to face cataclysm again and have to restart again, you know, or whether we were going to succeed and we were going to bring the earth up. And at that moment, I realized we'd already we made it. We already made it. Wow. And then my my back cracked open and I got my wings. Wow. And so (sighs) and so but my wings have been there. And I've been working on doing wing activations with people, you know, right after right off like that year was the year that I received the imaginal or the year before that rather that I had received the imaginal awakening process in its initial form. It was mm. that year that I had started sharing it with people. It took me a long time to get the words for the vision that I saw. Cause I received the imaginal awakening process in a holographic vision. Um, wow. yeah, like my crown, my third eye and my higher heart projecting this vision of what it was to look like in front of me while I was charging up a spray bottle. But, um, so yeah. So that was the year, you know, I got my wings and then just this year, it's not a three years, three years, it's five, but, uh, just this year I was in two weeks ago, actually I was in a sweat and, and whenever I do my wing activation, I see all the wings of all of my guides and all of my, all of those things. But in that sweat, I actually, you know, I actually got my own wings back. And so like my, yeah. And like, they were there, but like, they actually, like they filled out and I got to use them and they were, they activated for me. And that just happened for you. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Well, isn't that interesting that you're on the show now and this, uh, this story and your whole, uh, activation process for others is going to reach thousands and thousands of people. So it's uh, so excited for that. Isn't that beautiful? Well, um, 
What a wonderful, wonderful story. And of course, that sort of leads very well, very nicely into, uh, you know, what you shared. And I've recapped a couple times uh, or at least once or twice uh, since seeing you at Lucidity and hearing your whole beautiful description of the Caterpillar butterfly process and how how that works. And, and then, of course, you, you, you know, parlayed that into the guided meditation. So would now be a good time to maybe, uh, you know, give your uh, much more eloquent Quint, uh, explanation of that <laughs> and then uh, take us into our meditation? Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So the imaginal awakening process or the imaginal process uh, is, so the imaginal awakening process is what I call this activation. And that's because I believe that we are right now in the same, a similar process globally as, a, as we're in a caterpillar, we're in our caterpillar consciousness. You know, I was referencing that in my own personal story, and it's also true as uh, in the in a in the natural world, right? Like all of right. nature is a fractal. Reflections, right? Mm-hmm. All of nature is a fractal, and so that's what gives me a lot of hope. Is because I see the caterpillar, and I actually was just blessed with. Uh, uh, I set up a red tent at the last Indigenous gathering, and when I was packing up, I had a pair uh, some moose hide down, and I was packing up, and a little uh, caterpillar had just started a cocoon in my oh. un- uh, connect and holding on to like my altar cloth, a piece of moose hide leather. Oh wow! And so I'm carrying this this cocoon literally right now I'm carrying it and I'm watching it and go through its chrysalis and I'm taking like precautions to keep it safe. How cool. Right. Yeah. You've adopted it basically. I've adopted it. Yeah. It chose, chose me to hang out with. And so I've been actually literally watching this chrysalis process go down. Cause when I found it, it had just started. It was just wispy and its body. What a synchronicity there. No, so many synchronicities. I'm like, you know, you asked me, I was like, oh, do I have a story of synchronicity? I'm like, oh, God, yeah. which one? How about a lifetime? Yeah. <laughs> My entire life, you know, it's just a series of synchronicities for me. Um, and I think that just comes with recognition. I think that works for other people, too. You just need to be open to seeing it. And um, but so the caterpillar when you're in a sea of caterpillar consciousness, like just like the caterpillar, it's just crawling along and it's eating. It's consuming, 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 consuming. That's all it knows how to do. That's all it's programmed how to do. You can have a whole flood of, of caterpillars. It'll take out an entire tree without even worrying, without even caring that it's killing the tree. It's killing its host. It's killing that thing that's sustaining it. Just like humans are today globally. You know, we're consuming, consuming, consuming. We're taking from our mother earth without honor, without respect and without giving back. And we're just consuming, 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 not really caring whether or not we're killing the ground beneath us, you know, and that's not everybody, certainly not everybody, but, you know, as a collective when we continue to allow corporations to be in control, because they're very mindless like that, they don't care. Money is that number one thing. And so we're in a global caterpillar consciousness, but, and, and here's the miracle of nature that gives me so much hope. The miracle of nature allows these imaginal discs that are within the caterpillar body to open up into imaginal cells. 
And these imaginal cells carry the genetic code of the butterfly. So it's a completely new set of information, new set of codes, just like you, me, guaranteed all of your listeners are carrying this new set of, of information. They're the ones that, you know, they want to transform, they want to grow, they want to become more evolved from what they already are, and they want that for the world too. And so these imaginal cells start activating one by one, you know, but the system, the immune system of the of the caterpillar, it doesn't recognize it. And so it thinks that it's foreign. It thinks that it's bad. And so it thinks that it's protecting the caterpillar by killing these imaginal cells. So you look around the world and you think back into our history, witch trials, inquisitions, genocide, you know, um, residential schools, things like that. All of the things that overall have killed off these these ones that are carrying that that higher consciousness, you know, that higher evolution. Right. And that's, you know, there's, I, we, I was just talking with a friend and she was like, how do we become to compassion for that? And I'm like, well, in the butterfly or in the caterpillar story, the compassion comes from the system, then that system, it just doesn't recognize it. Right. Mm, it thinks it's doing right. what's best. Right, And so that's where we can get compassion for that and forgiveness for that. And that'll help that evolution process as well, because it is just part of the process. It is. Yeah, it, is it makes it me, is. it makes me think of uh, Don Miguel Ruiz's four agreements. Number two is it's never, you know, it's never personal. Um, yeah. And that's, that's the truth. You know, uh, everyone is acting, uh, you know, their, their actions are validated based off their view of the world. Right. Mm. So based yeah. off their perspective. Totally. And so as, as in the caterpillar, when these imaginal cells come up and they start getting killed by the system, the immune system, they just keep coming back. That's the miracle of nature. They come back more and more and more, more strongly. They're activate quicker. And then they're still acting as individual cells, but then they start running into each other. They start building conglomerates or communities. You know, and we see that now. That's kind of where we're at right now. We're starting to get back together into communities. We're starting to rediscover who our who our communities are, who our tribes are, who our friends are, and we're starting to band together to to work together, still as individuals, but still working together to create these these community systems. Then eventually, when the enough of these communities exist the caterpillar starts to have this shift in consciousness and it starts to go into its, its cocoon. It's consumed all that it can consume. It has, it's harboring these communities of, of conscious being conscious cells, higher consciousness cells. And then it starts to starts to cocoon. And once that cocoon starts happening more and more of these imaginal cells waking up all the time, this caterpillar has this realization that, Oh, I'm a butterfly now. And so the butterfly oh. consciousness starts to activate. And so what happens to all the caterpillar DNA cells? They start to dissolve. They start mm. to dissolve and they just, they die off and they become liquefied and they become nutrients. And so right now I'm seeing the little, the little chrysalis and I'm seeing how that's happening. When I first saw it, it was just in this little wispy cocoon, this big fat, fat plump green caterpillar. Now the tail end is, is hard. You know, those cells are dissolving and becoming harder 
and turning into goo inside of there. But what's really beautiful is that all of the systems are still in place. The systems don't die off. So the infrastructure of the world will still be there, right? The the ceremony, the deeper ceremony, that'll still be there. And then all of the nutritional goop that gets created by the dissolution of the caterpillar cells, that's what feeds the growth of the butterfly. That's what feeds the growth of the wings. The wings are totally brand new. And then all of a sudden, all of these conglomerates, all of these communities that are acting individually but together, they they shift too. And they start working as a unified whole and they know what their role is in the world and in their world. And then they go to there and then they just take over, take over the infrastructure, they take over the organ systems and they just start acting as a complete group, right? And then, and then this full chrysalis is happening and then this butterfly is growing within and then, and then what comes next? Well, next comes a bit of a struggle and that's okay. It's going to be a struggle. You know, we're not going to just blink our eyes and all of a sudden the world's going to be changed. We have to work for it. Right. right? And, you know, it is going to be a bit of a struggle. There is going to be a bit of death pains. You know, the earth is waking up. The earth is shaken up. The earth is getting hotter. And then, you know, it might even go into another mini ice age. We don't know that. But there's going to be a struggle. But that struggle is necessary. And that's the important thing, because if you see a butterfly who's struggling to emerge from its cocoon and you open that cocoon for it, you've killed the thing. You know, the the struggle is necessary to push the fluid from the body to fill out those wings. That is, there's a very real and biological mechanism of necessity to fill out those wings so that the wings can be useful. Right. And so if you help think you're helping the butterfly by helping it out of its cocoon, really, you're just doing it a disservice and it'll never fly. Right. So that struggle apart, that that trial, that effort, that work that we need to physically put in, we can pray, we can we can uh, do all the meditation in the world. We can do all the yoga in the world. We can do all the ceremony in the world. We still you know, it's like the the thing before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. We're still going to have to do right. the work, you know, the, there's very physical, real work that is going to need to be done to change this world into that butterfly world, into the butterfly consciousness. But we're here and we are the imaginal beings. We are those imaginal cells within the structure of the caterpillar consciousness that's going to bring those new codes, that's going to bring that in- new information. And that is going to change the world. That is the miracle of nature. And so that's what gives me a lot of hope. Yeah, that is such a beautiful, beautiful um, analogy and comparing you know, the, the butterfly to, and the caterpillar and butterfly to humanity. It's, it just is one of those things like, aha, you know, and it it makes so much sense. And it is so, um, reassuring as you mentioned, you know, and, and as you also talked about earlier, look, there, there are different, different timelines, right? And so, uh, those of us tuning into this broadcast are on, you're on this timeline, why you're, it's why you're hearing this broadcast, right? And so we are stepping into a version where, uh, we do, even though there is struggle, even though there is, um, hardship and so forth getting there, which we're seeing all around us, it's a part of the process. And if we can bring, 
bring, uh, you know, acceptance and love to the process. And we know that that makes the sort of end result uh, that much more gratifying and fulfilling and rewarding, then we know it's all ultimately happening for the greater good, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Ah, well, thank you for sharing that story. And, uh, you know, if you would be so kind, I'd love to shift into the sort of the part two of this, um, of this, uh, discussion, this interview, this, this podcast and, and, uh, take us through your, um, your whole imaginal awakening, uh, guided meditation. Yes. My pleasure and honor. I'd love to. <sighs> right. So I'm going to begin just by inviting everybody to find a comfortable position. Maybe it's sitting, maybe it's laying, wherever it is. Maybe it's standing up and moving because I know sometimes it's nice to move with it. Uh, but just get yourself in a nice and comfortable position. Starting to take some nice deep breaths, connecting to your inner self, connecting to the world around you, drawing your breath in and out, in and out. I'm going to share right now a invocation of healing that has come and it comes with this activation comes with all of the healing work that I do. And so my invitation to you is to repeat this either out loud or in your mind in the words that make most sense to you that are authentic to you, because that's what carries the power is your authentic voice and your authentic truth. And so I'm going to say the words that resonate for me. You can repeat them in the ways that resonate for you. And then we'll continue on into the rest of the meditation. So the invocation comes like this. Dear Universal Source, God, Goddess, Creator, all my guides and ascended ancestors, I call upon the four winds of change, the four elements, and the seven directions to ask for healing for my highest benefit. For everything that I am consciously or unconsciously aware of in my morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular, and DNA levels throughout all timelines, incarnations, or dimensions. I ask that the divine specialist of whatever I need work with me and all other beings of light, love, and healing benevolence are welcome. With gratitude, I thank you. So returning into your breath, we invite you to wiggle around, find a comfortable position, and gently closing your eyes, beginning to watch your breath and noticing that as you breathe in, the air is a little bit cool on your nostrils, and as you breathe out, it's a little bit warmer. Just paying attention to the slight difference as you become more and more relaxed, more and more at ease. Each breath bringing you deeper and deeper into relaxation. At any time, you may hear sounds of living going on around you. There are always such such sounds such as voices, music, laughter, cars, 
animals. But these will only help you go deeper and deeper into safety and rest. Deeper and deeper into your own inner world. If your mind wanders off, just bring it back to the sound of my voice and what I am saying. And my voice will be a guide for you through this entire process, assuring you of your total safety and total well-being. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself as a light body with the earth below you and the universe around you. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself as a tiny little seed, the seed of life, conglomerate of eight original cells at the base of your spine. And imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience those cells, that seed, burying itself deep into the fertile soils of Mamagaya. And as this seed plants itself deep into the womb of the earth, you can feel those tiny root tendrils starting to sprout. Every breath you take, allowing those roots to grow deeper and deeper down into the earth, down past rocks and dirt and soil, tuning and plugging into the underground waters, growing down deeper, wrapping around crystals and minerals, connecting to the earth allies, the earth elementals and the lower dimensions. And as you continue to push your roots deeper and deeper down, perhaps you can reach out and explore and connect to the bones of your ancestors, drawing in their wisdom and their ancient practices and continuing to allow your roots to grow deeper and deeper down and down and down, pushing through clay and rock and soil, pushing down through the hot magma, the lava, all the way down, down, down until you reach the iron crystal core, part of our mama, part of the earth, and wrap your roots and grow your roots and grow them around and plug them into that. The iron crystal core heart of the earth connecting and synchronizing with the iron in our blood. And as your iron in our blood connects with the iron core heart of the earth, you can feel yourself attuning to those frequencies. You can feel yourself pulsating in unison allowing yourself to be fed and nourished by the divine source of the mother. And as you start to breathe, start to breathe up. And as you do, maybe pulling up on your pelvic floor, pulling up on your perineum, every breath, breathing in and pulling up that energy, pulling up that unconditional love of a mother, that iron crystal core heart of the earth. And as you continue to draw up, 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 allowing it to nourish you mind, body, soul, drawing upon the unconditional love, the unconditional love of the mother to ground you safe and secure while it feeds your growth. 
allowing the beautiful unconditional love to draw up your roots through the soles of your feet, flowing up your legs, trickling past your knees and rushing up your thighs to activate the spark of the root chakra. The root chakra is located at the base of the spine, just below the coccyx. And just as the womb of the mother creates the basic requirements of the growth of the embryo, the root chakra forms that basis and the starting point for our spiritual development. It is here that we awaken our unconscious. So imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience that red spark of the root chakra ignite to create a powerful red flame of purification and transformation. And as the red spiraling vortex spirals down from the root, it clears and releases any and all feelings of insecurity, scarcity, or survival issues. Any Releasing from you any and all lack of abundance, greed, anger, violence, rage, or fearfulness, releasing any and all egocentricity, restlessness, or anxiety, disconnection from the body or the physical. And as we allow ourselves to release all of those things, we move into our space of presence and energy Allowing the cool and healing waters to flow through, we wash away and release any and all patterns or programs of imbalance or disease, reaching all the way to the root cause, regardless of timeline, incarnation, or dimension. Releasing anything relating to addictions or addictive behavior, anorexia, anemia, anything that is keeping you from being your full, powerful, happy, and abundant self. Releasing depression or knee problems, obesity, sciatica. (sighs) Taking a nice deep breath now. Releasing any and all trauma sustained from traumatic birth or difficult childhood. Insufficient bonding with the mother, physical abuse, sexual abuse, or abandonment. Through the roots, we are connected to the earth, grounded, safe, secure, present, and abundant. And breathe. Ah, doing so good. And as you breathe in the beautiful red light, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself becoming so grounded, centered, and able to live he in the here and now effortlessly. Your physical body vital and healthy, and you feel alive with a strong connection to yourself and those around you. You are connected to your instincts, your ability to feel safe and supported, and you have faith in your own personal manifesting abilities. You do not expect others to take care of you, and you hold your power authentically and move into your prosperity and abundance. And as you breathe now, allow your breath to shower these gifts upon you, nourishing you on a morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular, and DNA levels. And as you breathe in... Breathe in your stability, breathe in your health and vitality, courage, patience, power, and abundance, feeling free from any and all pain and allowing for full balance and full functionality to flow into your sexual and reproductive organs, into your vagina, perineum, anus, nose, hamstrings, calves, and feet. And as you breathe in, you breathe up from the root chakra. rising into the realm of the subconscious, breathing up the spark of life into the orange of the sacral. 
the sacral chakra, which lies three centimeters above the root between your coccyx and sacrum. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience the spark ignite, the orange flame of purification and transformation. So it spirals out before you, behind you, clearing and releasing any and all feelings of anger, hatred, jealousy, arrogance, self-doubt, overindulgence in food, alcohol, materialism, or unconscious sex, lacking purpose, lack of passion, lack of creativity, releasing any and all sexual difficulties or poor boundaries or the inability to connect with others. Good. Mm. You guys are doing so good. Allowing the cool healing waters to flow through, washing away and releasing any and all patterns and programs of imbalance or disease, reaching all the way to the root cause, regardless of timeline, incarnation or dimension, relating to bladder issues, cystitis, endometriosis, fertility issues, menstrual problems, muscle cramps, spasms, or testicular disease, prosthetic disease or womb issues, deep cleansing breath in. Now release any and all trauma sustained from sexual abuse, emotional abuse, miscarriage, neglect, denial of child's feelings, addiction in the family, or religious extremes. Breathe. Mm, You're doing so good. Through the sacral, we connect to our procreation, assimilation of food, creativity, sacred sexuality, passion, vitality, and desire, the will of the spirit, and emotional balance. As you breathe in this beautiful orange light of the sacral, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself becoming energized, compassionate, and alive, brimming with creativity and flow. And as you allow your breath to shower these gifts upon you, nourishing you on a morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular, and DNA levels, as you breathe in your ability to express yourself, your emotional intelligence, breathe in your ability to experience deep and profound pleasure, healthy and conscious sacred sexuality and the nurturance of self and others breathe in your healthy boundaries and your openness to change and grow and evolve breathe in your ability to work harmoniously with others now feeling free from any and all pain allowing for full functionality and balance to flow into your ovaries adrenal spleen uterus urinary systems, prostate glands, cervix, and lower bowel. Now as you breathe in and breathe up from the sacral, breathe up that spark of life into the yellow of the solar plexus. Located above the sacral and behind the navel, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience this spark ignite the yellow flame of purification and transformation as it spirals out before you and behind you, clearing and releasing any and all feelings of anger, arrogance, attention-seeking, the need to be right, competition and jealousy, the attraction to sedatives or stimulants, weak will, low energy and gullibility, fear of rejection, oversensitivity to criticism, sadness or shame. Good. Now breathe. Allowing the cool and healing waters to flow through, washing away and releasing any and all patterns and programs of imbalance or disease, reaching all the way to the root cause, regardless of timeline, incarnation, or dimension, relating to food allergies, celiacs, diabetes, digestive problems, hepatitis, pancreatitis, parasites, ulcers, or stomach problems. 
We now release any and all trauma sustained from authoritarianism, domineering relationships, excessive or unrealistic responsibilities, shaming, abuse, physical, emotional, or sexual. Through the solar plexus, we are connected to our personal power, sense of self, and our place within the universe as well as our individuality. And as we breathe into the beautiful, sparkling yellow light, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself becoming more and more aware that your divine will manifested in physical reality. Breathing in now and allow your breath to shower these gifts upon you, nourishing you on a morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular, and DNA levels. As you breathe in your confidence, your self-control, self-love, your ability to meet challenges. Breathing in your transformation and responsibility and your personal power, anchoring in your healthy self-esteem, playfulness, spontaneity, and humor. Calling in now, calling in your leadership and your ability to, to speak your truth and create healthy containers for yourself and your community. Feeling free from any and all pain and allowing for full functionality and balance to flow into your pancreas, stomach, liver, small intestines, to digestion, blood sugar, eyes, and feet. And as your self-love continues to grow, it grows and glows and bubbles up into the green of the heart chakra. And as you breathe in, breathing up from the solar plexus, breathing up into the heart, breathing up that spark of life into the green of the heart chakra located in the center of the chest. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience this spark ignite, the green flame of purification and transformation. As it spirals out before you and behind you, clearing and releasing any and all feelings of separation. Withholding of love, criticism, judgment, depression, or codependency. Jealousy, lust, fraud, or indecision. Releasing any and all conditional love, controlling, demanding, or antisocial behavior. Lack of empathy and intolerance. Oh, you guys are doing so great. And breathe. allowing the cool and healing waters to flow through, washing away and releasing any and all patterns and programs of imbalance or disease, reaching all the way to the root cause, regardless of timeline, incarnation, or dimension. Releasing any and all programs of allergies or asthma, blood pressure issues, breast cancer, circulation, clogged arteries, depression, fatigue, releasing heart disease, immune disorders, issues with the lungs or muscular tension, palpitations or respiratory issues. Now, releasing any and all trauma sustained from rejection, abandonment, betrayal, physical, emotional, sexual abuse, grief or death of a loved one or divorce. Through the heart, we are connected, connecting our love to our unconditional love and our unconditional love to our love. And as you breathe, allow your breath to shower these gifts upon you, nourishing you on a morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular, and DNA level. As you breathe, breathe in the beautiful, sparkling green light. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself becoming more aware of how truly unlimited infinite and expansive your capacity for loving yourself and others truly is breathing in your joy 
peace, love, and harmony, breathing in your bliss, your clarity, your purity and innocence, your compassion, understanding, forgiveness, patience, and kindness, feeling free from any and all pain and allowing for full functionality and balance to flow into your heart, your skin, your lungs, your thymus, your blood, your lymph, and your immune system. Once the lower chakras are cleared, divine energy activates in the heart, we begin to transcend our lower, denser chakras and move into the higher, lighter chakras, connecting us with our own divine being. We begin to shift out of limitation, shift out of boundaries and separation and into our activation of consciousness and understanding of the deep interconnectedness of the universe and all living things. Now, as you breathe in and you breathe up from the heart chakra, breathe up the spark of life into the blue of the throat chakra located at the center of the neck. It is the center of both our physical, spiritual cleansing, as well as our communication with each other, as well as our guides. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience this spark ignite the blue flame of purification and transformation as it spirals out before you and behind you, clearing and releasing any and all toxins from our system. Miscommunication, violent communication, fear of speaking your truth, lies, inability to receive guidance, inability to listen, manipulation, lacking creativity, hyperactivity, and nightmares. Wonderful. And breathe. You're doing so good. Nourishing breath in. Ah, allowing the cool and healing waters to flow through, washing away and releasing any and all patterns and programs of imbalance or disease, reaching all the way to the root cause, regardless of timeline, incarnation, and dimension, relating to asthma, bronchitis, ear infection, hearing problems, laryngitis, mouth, alter, mouth ulcers, sore throats, teeth or gums, thyroid issues, tinnitus, TMJ, tonsillitis, upper digestive tract, sore neck and shoulders. And breathing deeply and again, in and now releasing any and all trauma sustained from verbal abuse, constant yelling, families with addictions, excessive criticism, refusing to speak, domination and control. Through the throat, we are connected to our clear communication with others as well as our higher guidance. And as you breathe in the beautiful sparkling blue light, <sighs> imagine blue light. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself becoming more and more aware of your ability to speak your authentic truth easily and effortlessly. As you breathe in, allow your breath to shower these gifts upon you with nourishing you on a morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular, and DNA levels. Breathing in your truth, your authentic communication, your clear guidance from higher source, your grounded relationships, listening skills, courage, and conviction. Feeling free from any and all pain and allowing for full functionality and balance to flow into your thyroid gland, ears, neck, eyes, throat box, thyroid, parathyroid, and, and sinuses. 
And here we're going to take an opportunity to speak from our soul and allow it to come out in a voice, in song, in toning, and just allow whatever feels right for you to come through. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And as you breathe in, breathe up from the throat chakra, breathing up the spark of life into the indigo of the third eye chakra located between the eyes. It carries the energy of clear sight and discernment and it connected to the pineal gland. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience this spark ignite the indigo flame of purification and transformation as it spirals out before you and behind you, clearing and releasing any and all denial, obsession, lack of imagination. Any time we are told that, oh, you're just imagining that, that doesn't really exist. Our imaginations are the most powerful key to our inner world. Everything that is in our inner world has the power to affect our outer world. Everything that we wish to create started as an idea first. So breathing in the power of that, releasing any and all lack of discernment or discipline, Poor vision, poor memory, poor concentration, insensitivity, cynicism, irrational fears and phobias, illusion, delusion, being stuck in the third dimension with a limited view of reality and materialism, releasing any and all nightmares, worries, fears of the future. Take a nice deep breath. Ah, good. And breathing in, allowing the cool and healing waters to flow through, washing away and releasing any and all patterns and programs of imbalance or disease all the way to the root cause, regardless of timeline, incarnation, or dimension, relating to blindness, brain tumors, cataracts, hearing loss, dyslexia, insomnia, uh, migraines, sleep disturbances, sinus problems, uh, clogged thinking, fuzzy, fuzzy mind, tension, headaches, or worry, and breathe. (sighs) We now release any and all trauma sustained from the invalidation of intuition or psychic experience. From living in fear-filled environments, rigid or fear-filled thoughts or belief systems, drug abuse or religious oppression. Good. (sighs) And breathing in deeply. Through the third eye, we are connected to our multidimensional senses, helping us to move away from the dents and limitations and the illusions of the default world. As you breathe in the beautiful sparkling indigo 
light. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself becoming more and more aware of your ability to see through the illusions, to live and think holistically, and in alignment with your highest path. As you breathe in, allow your breath to shower these gifts upon you, nourishing you on a morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular, and DNA level, breathing in your soul realization, breathing in your spiritual awareness, your intuition, your intellect, your information integration, clairvoyance, imagination, activation of your imaginal realms. Breathing in your discernment and your ability to visualize, your ability to manifest, your good memory, clear thoughts, divine mind, wisdom, inner knowing, perception beyond duality, your multidimensional sensory systems, truth and vision. Feeling free from any and all pain and allowing for full functionality and balance to flow into your pituitary, hypothalamus, your eyes and your automatic nervous system. And as you breathe in, you breathe up from that third eye, breathing up the spark of life into the violet of the crown chakra. Located at the top of your head, it carries the energy of enlightenment, divine illumination, and universal connection. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience the spark ignite. The, be- the beautiful violet flame of purification and transformation as it spirals up from the center of a thousand petaled lotus, blooming it clears and releases any and all confusion, lack of understanding, lack of inspiration, lack of purpose, insensitivity or apathy or greed, releasing that over-rational monkey mind, the one that needs to figure everything out all the time and prevents you from dropping down into your heart space. Releasing your materialism and desire to dominate others, spiritual cynicism or addiction or attachment to over-intellectualization, your disassociation from the physical body, disassociation to God and spirit, disassociation to humanity, the earth, the animals, and the spirit realm, releasing any and all isolation or learning difficulties, separation, fear of death or uncertainty, feeling misunderstood or needing sympathy. And breathe in, allowing the cool and healing waters to flow through, washing away and releasing any and all patterns and programs of imbalance or disease, reaching all the way to the root cause, regardless of timeline, incarnation, or dimension relating to Alzheimer's, dementia, depression, dizziness, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, paralysis, Parkinson's, schizophrenia, or Cedal dementia, releasing and releasing the codes and those patterns and breathing in the love. Ah, We now release any and all trauma sustained from the invalidation or forced forced religion, blind obedience, drug abuse, living in fear-filled environments, or rigid or fear-filled thoughts or belief systems. Breathing in now through the crown, we are connected to universal source and the unification of all that is. And as you breathe in the beautiful sparkling violet light, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself becoming more and more aware of your place within the harmonic matrix of the divine song of the universe. Breathe in all that power and love of the universe, unconditional. Breathe in your soul realization and your spiritual awareness, your wisdom and your mastery. 
Breathe in the unification of the God self with the human personality, breathing in your bliss and intuition, expanded consciousness, transcendence, oneness, your service to others, your spiritual energy, empathy, and divine unity. Feeling free from any and all pain, allowing full functionality and balance to flow into your pineal gland, your hair, the top of your head, and your central nervous system. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience now your alignment, the energy flowing through you without resistance from deep within the earth. You feel a wave of pure, unconditionally loving energy pulsating as it flows up through your body and out your crown, spiraling up as you grow your branches growing your branches of your tree all the way up, growing up into the sky, connecting to Father Universe, awakening your fifth, sixth, and seventh dimensional consciousness, eighth dimensional consciousness, ninth dimensional consciousness. As you grow up, your branches reach out into the sky, up into the universe, reaching out and connecting to the star systems, constellations, planets, asteroids, to all of the celestial bodies that are going to share with you their information and their their wisdom and their consciousness and knowledge as you open and bloom your leaves and the leaves are open to receiving all of the photonic packet information all of that galactic galactic rays that are beaming down upon us from the celestial bodies and as you continue to grow up and continue to grow, synthesizing all of that beautiful photonic information. You continue to grow up and up and up, spiraling up into the pl- until you reach up to the great central sun, the great central sun at the center of our, our universe. And from here, we begin to receive and draw down our original blueprint, drawing down our divine birthright drawing down our inheritance, allowing the truth of our personal alchemy to pour down, clearing the pathways of our higher dimensional channels, and then dripping like nectar into the lotus of our crown and dripping down to nourish, then activate our higher heart. The higher heart located between your heart and your throat, this beautiful rose tinge, green light, teal emanating, connecting to the thymus, the center of the path of heart and unconditional forgiveness. As this light grows and glows, that nectar of the divine filling your heart cup, allowing it to raise and rise so and fill your heart so full. And as it does, it activates that seed of the soul, activating the higher dimensional frequencies to, to earth allowing you to follow your divine path as a vessel of creation in alignment with your original original blueprint, resonating unconditional love for all things at all times. One of the most important qualities of the higher heart is that it's responsible for unconditional forgiveness, forgiveness for self and forgiveness for others, no matter what. There's an energy practice of forgiveness that asks the question, what if, just what if, that person, that being who did the worst and most hardest and most challenging, most traumatic thing to you, did it because they loved you so much, so 
very much that they were putting, willing to put their own karma, they were willing to put their own progression in, in jeopardy for the sake of your medicine, for the sake of giving you that hard experience that as soon as you switch from victim mentality to medicine mentality, you can become grateful for. Now, breathing in that gratitude, breathing in compassion, breathing in your empathy, your peace, your joy, your serenity, patience and balanced emotions, unconditional love for all of your relations, and unconditional forgiveness for all of your relations. As you continue to breathe in this beautiful, unconditionally loving energy, forgiving energy into your higher heart, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience that this energy starts to fill up and grows and glows, expanding with every breath until it's cascading down your body, cascading down your legs, awakening at your knees and bringing you into balance with your relationship with authority. The knees our relationship to authority and providing for your basic physical needs. We release the need to dominate. We release the need to submit when we step into our truth and our authenticity and our own sovereignty and integrity. Continuing down the energy flows to activate the vortexes in the soles of your feet, which allow you to move along the path of the your path of heart, your highest divine timeline, knowing that each step you take is guided by that higher heart and it is a blessing on the earth. Even below, sending it down below and activating that earth vortex six inches below your feet and breathing in some more. Rising up now, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience the waves of love and forgiveness washing down your arms to activate the vortexes in your palm through which you will bring your heart's passion into the world by way of your hands, grounding in your creative visions into reality, molding, shaping, and building this heaven on earth that we know that we are meant to live in. And as your true heart's energy spirals down your left arm, Allow the love and forgiveness to flow down your feminine side, your matriarchal side, releasing any and all patterns and programs of the wounded feminine, releasing jealousy, competition, submission, rape, insecurity, fear, releasing oppression, shame, gossip, or selfishness, greed, sabotage, and isolation, withholding indifference, releasing blame and victimhood and despair. And as you breathe in, breathe in and balance the embodiment of unconditional love, connection, and creativity, balance connection and nurturing, enthusiasm. Breathe in your kindness, your self-care, and your self-love and understanding, moving into authenticity while honoring the self and the rights of others, and through the passive nature of the feminine we awaken to the place of the divine feminine, the mature feminine, that loving, caring, and unconditional feminine love, the quiet but powerful energy, you are given access to the power of intuition, which at its highest form connects us to divine knowledge and wisdom and guidance. 
Now imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience the flow of unconditional love and a loving, forgiving energy to cross your heart in an infinity symbol before spiraling down your right arm, that masculine side, the patriarchal side, washing away any and all patterns and programs of the wounded masculine, releasing hatred and aggression, dominance, control, violence, war, and suppression. Releasing weakness or bravado, the need to brag, releasing foolish and riskful, risk, foolish risk taking, releasing doubt and indecisiveness and inattentiveness, releasing any and all times that you were told to suck it up and to be a man, you know, that men don't feel and men don't have emotions. That is not true. The true strength of the masculine is in vulnerability and sensitivity. And as you Release all of those things, releasing low value on life or inattentiveness. You then breathe in and breathe back into balance, into the divine masculine, the mature masculine. Breathe in that space of the warrior, in the divine warrior, and the balance and embodiment of confidence and strength, inner power, protection, inner control right action and dignity, wise risk-taking, breathing in honor, focus, reason and courage, and moving into integrity while honoring the self and the rights of others. And through the active action-oriented nature of this powerful and balanced energy, you shine your light naturally with quiet confidence. And as a wave of unconditional love and forgiveness moves back to the center, center, finding power and vulnerability and surrender, the heart is awash with total balance and the illusion of separation dissolves as the two parts come together, one tetrahedron coming up and one going down to form a beautiful crystal star tetrahedron with a rainbow prismatic sheen. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience this beautiful rainbow crystal merkaba at the center of your chest, around your higher heart, the seat of your soul, small at first, and with every breath that begins to grow and glow and grow and glow some more. The beautiful rainbow crystal merkaba grows and glows and grows some more until it encapsulates your entire being plugging into the heaven and earth vortexes six and 12 inches above and below your feet. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience your beautiful rainbow crystal merkaba triplicate and begin to spin with one spinning to the left, one spinning to the right, and one holding its shape to maintain the integrity of the container. Spinning slowly at first, then faster, then faster and faster still breathing each breath consciously allowing that surrender to the frequencies to rise to allow that ascension of your energy spinning and spinning faster and faster and faster until it's spinning so fast that it's just a blur emanating the beautiful seed of consciousness growing 
and glowing. And as it continues to spin, it continues to increase its speed. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience the resonance increasing in frequency, lightning, and density. It sends tingles, jump-starting the electrics to awaken the imaginal human heart cells. The imaginal cells in our heart keep breathing. Keep breathing and in your breath, shifting any and all resistance into total surrender and allowing for full transcendence and transformation to happen on a morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular, and DNA levels throughout all timelines and of all incarnations and dimensions. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience your human double helix DNA spiraling up as you breathe in. And imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience a second double helix spiraling up at a higher frequency waveform for four strands of DNA. And as you breathe up, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience a third double helix of light spiraling up at a higher frequency waveform for six strands. And a fourth for a higher higher frequency waveform for eight, fifth at an even higher frequency waveform for ten, and finally the sixth at the highest frequency for twelve strands of beautifully light activated DNA spiraling up in unison, and then a thirteenth strand single spirals up and around, holding them together, holding them together in unison as they spiral up in unison, in unity each strand sprouting out the top and curling back down and around to spiral down to the opposite in the opposite way to connect at the bottom again to create a, a powerful toroidal field imagine sense see feel and experience your toroidal field spiraling through your heart breathing into your imaginal heart taking deep and nourishing breaths and as you continue to take deep, nourishing breaths into your imaginal heart, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience a tingling sensation between the shoulder blades. Each breath, deep, nourishing breaths as the tingle shifts to pulsing, pulsing into throbbing. And throbbing becomes pushing as if something's trying to break free. Breathing, pushing, stretching, a that pushing, pressing sensation becomes stronger now, growing more intense. Keep breathing, pushing, aching, throbbing until out your back, brace your archetypal wings. They could be angel, phoenix, eagle, owl, dragon, fairy, butterfly, hummingbird, whatever they are, they are yours. Perhaps there are many, perhaps there are all, but allow eat as each pair emerges to spread them wide and stretch them and expand them, receiving the medicine that each one brings and bringing that into yourself. And as you, some of you may be familiar with and some of you some of them, they may be brand new, but take time to stretch each one, bringing in the medicine, allowing it to integrate and bringing you into alignment and embodiment of your higher multidimensional archetypes. And as you let that assimilate, take us an assimilation moment, breathe it in. Ah, breathing, creating spaciousness, allowing for these frequencies to flow in and fully integrate, tapping any areas that feel congested, allowing the energy to flow freely, free from resistance, tapping away any of all of your resistance, sending love and rubbing any areas that might feel achy, stiff or sore, stretching into any stiffness. You're doing so great. Ah... <sighs>
Now, as we feel the integration and the assimilation of the higher multidimensional archetypes, imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself focusing and channeling, calling in all of the energy of forgiveness, love, and healing, and channeling this all of this empowerment and activated energy, flowing it down to your navel, throwing it to your belly button, and spiraling it down your umbilicus, spiraling it down that connection to your matriarchal lineage, connecting to your entire genetic lineage, allowing waves of unconditional love, healing and forgiveness, alignment and activation to spiral to your mother, to your grandmother, to your aunties, and back and back and back to all the women in your line. Keep spiraling it back and back, blessing and shifting each woman into her highest timeline, blessing and back all the way to your great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother, all the way back to the grand matriarch of your family line, channeling this activation, programming it in at a morphogenetic, epigenetic, cellular and DNA level and once you do that bring it back to the present now and now spiral it down your father's line your to your uncles to your grandfather keep spiraling it back and back and back blessing and shifting each man in your lineage into his highest timeline back to your great-grandfather great-great-grandfather back seven generations and all the way back to the grand patriarch of your family line channeling this activation programming it in at a morphogenetic epigenetic cellular and dna levels and from this the energy flows to from them, your grand matriarch and patriarch, all this beautiful energy flows to all of their descendants, nurturing and loving all of the children of your line, and with it, all of your little beloved selves, all of your own inner children. Imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience picking up each one of your inner children, especially those that have been hurt or sad or scared, and holding them on your lap and letting them know that they are loved, hugging them and bringing each one into your heart where they will be safe and protected from now on no matter what has happened to make them sad scared or hurt it can never happen again and i invite you now to repeat after me i hereby forgive any and all persons who deliberately or accidentally caused something to happen to me that wasn't okay i wish for you all the wonderful things i wish for myself and i let you go with love now I can let go of all non-beneficial aspects of these painful memories and healings and live forevermore in love, peace, health, and happiness. And I can become the person that I was meant to be. Congratulations. You are now free to function harmoniously as a part of all that is. You love and accept yourself for you are a loving being created in total perfection. And as you breathe in... Breathe that perfection into every cell of your body, knowing that you have just let go of all non-beneficial memories and feelings that you no longer need to hold on to, and that your healing process has begun. Your immune system is in balance, and that all systems in your body are working perfectly. You have so much love to give, and so that you are going to help heal the whole planet, as well as your own life, and for this I honor you. Now imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience all of that love and perfection going through all of your veins, all of your arteries, down into the tiniest little capillary, bathing and soothing and soaking in every cell in gratitude, self-appreciation, and healthy self-love. Now imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself at your highest timeline in this incarnation.
What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does it taste like? What does that smell like? What does it feel like? Get into the emotions of that. What have you accomplished? What goals have you achieved? What are you passionate about? What sings to your soul? What does your family look like? Sound like? How does they how do they taste when you give them kisses on their foreheads and they're on their cheeks? What do they smell like? What does it feel like to be with them? Now going out one more, what does your community look like? What does it sound like? How do they taste and smell? And what does it feel like to be with them? What does it feel like to be part of of this world and this community? What have you created together? Now going spiraling out one more, what does your world like look like? What does it sound like and how does it taste? How does it smell? What does it feel like to be part of this world? What emotions arise in you? Now imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience yourself as you are in this moment, face-to-face with yourself at your highest potential in this moment. And as you see them crystal clear in front of you, bring them in for a deep and lasting embrace. And as your two bodies come together, they meld into one form, one being, a perfect combination between the person you are now and the person you are becoming. Feel yourself shifting into alignment and creating a quantum timeline trajectory between yourself and your truest existence. The pathway is open to you and you are well on your way to achieving your destiny. Ah, allowing that to integrate deeply. Now imagine, sense, see, feel, and experience a wave of light, white light wash over you. And from it emerges a shape of a figure with energy so powerful, so beautiful, and so familiar. And as this figure, this being, this entity starts to come clearer, the details begin to crystallize and you recognize your own divinity. And as you find yourself facing your own divine aspect of self, your own oversoul consciousness, your own monad consciousness, take a moment now. Take the moment now to communicate and interface with your divine mind. What wisdom may you receive? What gifts may be bestowed? Continue to breathe in your blessings. Now in five breaths, we're going to begin the anchoring process. One, stepping forward into the embrace of your I am. Breathe. Two, breathing divine essence into your body, feeling it in your fingers and toes. Wiggle your fingers and toes. Three, coming back into your body more, feeling your roots again, taking a nice, slow, deep breath. And coming back even more, knowing that all kinds of wonderful things will happen in all areas of your life because of the work that you just did on yourself. Four, coming back even more, calling your soul in, knowing 
that with the power and the connection with your divinity, that you can realize all of your dreams and goals, and that you can be the one that you were created to be and to share your wisdom and talents with the world. And five, wide awake, alert, thoroughly refreshed and re-energized with the left side of your mouth going up to your left ear and the right side of your mouth going up to your right ear and a nice big grin. Thank you. Thank you, my friends. Thank you for saying yes, saying yes to this adventure, saying yes to this activation, saying yes to this podcast, and saying yes to choosing to be your most authentic and powerful self. We are now going to anchor this generated energy and activation into our higher hearts by creating a scalar wave. And we do this by breathing all of the energy from our left and our right in, and where the left and the right meets, the energy will compress and fold in on itself like an accordion. So breathing in left to right, folding in on itself till the middle. Good. Now this time front to back, breathing in, allowing that energy to compress and fold in on itself till it meets in the middle. Now again, top and bottom, above and below, breathing in, like an accordion, folding in on itself, compressing the energy. Now all directions simultaneously. Great. Now tap that into your higher heart. Breathe it in deeply. Feeling yourself grounded, balanced, remembering everywhere you have been and everything you have done. My brothers and sisters, I honor you deeply. Thank you for choosing to incarnate at this time. Thank you for choosing to awaken. Thank you for choosing to carry your medicine in such a good way. Thank you all. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for inviting me on this to share this medicine. And thank you for making the space to allow this ceremony to come out and this meditation to come out in its completion and its fullness. Mm. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on and taking taking the time and so much. Um, it's such obviously uh, an inspired, you're so obviously in spirit, such a beautiful, brilliant butterfly that you are. I'm a thank you for, for sharing and connecting. I know uh, many, many people out there will uh, love to thank you as well. Uh, what is the best way for people who have just experienced this wonderful experience uh, to connect with you? Oh, there's a couple different ways. So um, I do have a website. It's, uh, it's for another medicine that I carry that I've received that I've been working on. It's called Soul Garden Alchemy. So that's www.soulgardenalchemy.com. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's my website um, for that medicine project, at least. And uh, my contact information is on there. You could email me at Ima Rose. I-M-A-R-O-S-E at soulgardenalchemy.com or imaginalawakening.com. I have both. Um, And so that's imaginal, I-M-A-G-I-N-A-L, awakening.com. 
and uh, I'm on Facebook as well. I've got uh, facebook.com backslash imaginal awakening is my Facebook page or backslash soul garden alchemy is another Facebook page. Um, I also have an imaginal awakening group where we can get together and discuss and share uh you know, share processes of transformation and medicine and evolutionary thoughts and growth. And, um, yeah, so those are, those are probably the best. I've got a Twitter, I've got a, you know, soul garden alchemy on Instagram as well. And, uh, all the places, pretty much all of the places, pretty much. Yeah. I, I am, I'm easy to find. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. You know, it's funny because I recall now, uh, uh, I, I just hearing you say Ima, and I keep saying Ima, um, yeah. and I I, I want to say Ima, uh, even though you told me that at Lucidity, and I completely forgotten. And normally before I start, I make sure I'm pronouncing the name right. But I think it's kind of funny because, uh, <laughs> and actually, perf- it's perfectly imperfect because uh, you know someone actually thinking back now. So. Uh, not this lucidity, but the two years ago, we actually shared workshops uh, uh, each week from that the previous year from that. So we would share a different workshop. And I remember one of them talked all about the rose frequency and how rose is like the highest frequency and highest vibration. So I've always remembered that particular workshop and how perfect, of course, your tie-in is through lucidity as well. And uh, so every time I think, I want to say I'm a rose because you are definitely resonating at such a high (laughs) vibration. So it's I'm a rose to me, whether it's pronounced Dima or not. Brother works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, Miss Rose, thank you so much for taking the time once again you are such a light to the world and i look forward to seeing you continue to spread your medicine uh, to the planet and follow uh you know follow your journey and i'm sure we'll reconnect uh again in 3d and also uh perhaps on the show down the road uh when the time is right absolutely thank you so much i am i am infinitely grateful for for you and the space that you hold for the consciousness of the world as well and you know creating this platform in which people can share and people can get their medicine out to to places where they, it might be a little bit more harder to to access so thank you yeah. for doing all that you do brother it's we need more people like you well, it's together. It's by the imaginal cells coming together like this that the sum truly is greater than the equal parts. So uh, thank you for uh, for completing the puzzle here today. And until next time, journey well. Love and blessings and may grace guide you. Well, everyone, that concludes this week's interview episode. If you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please Take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes, since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting. Uh, Your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. (laughs) Otherwise, 
As you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being.